This is exactly right. and non-binary pals, welcome to a mini-sode of Bananas. I'm Kurt Brownler. I'm Scotty Landis. Thank you for listening to the mini-sodes of the silliest little podcast there ever was. These are your stories. These are banana stories from our bananimals, and sometimes we add our own stories to it. Sometimes we don't. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we just laugh along at your crazy and weird life, and we love that for you. We absolutely love that for you. Uh, where are you flying tomorrow? Oh, not flying anywhere. I'm going uh, just on a little family vacation. Good for you. To um, Summerland, the Never land of, of summer. It's oh, like fun. in between Ventura and Santa Barbara. Yeah, I like it up there. Uh, it's really pretty. Yeah, it's a cute little town. We usually go to Ventura, but it, there's like literally nowhere to stay in Ventura. I love Ventura very much. Reminds me of Rockaway, where I spent many yes, years does. surfing. Um, but, uh, no, we're going to, uh, we're going to Summerlin, so. <laughs> One time I went up to Pismo Beach up in that direction that. and I was traveling with uh, a friend of mine and I was like, should we stop and get a margarita? It's like middle of the day. Let's get a margarita. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, sounds fun. So we stop at some little beachside bar up there. It wasn't Scotty's. There is a bar in Pismo called Scotty's. Oh my God. We got to go. Yeah. It's a pretty good bar actually. And so we go to this other little bar along the 101 and... Uh, we're sitting down, and the bartender comes over. It's packed. This bar's packed. It's kind of got a Mexican. It's not a Mexican restaurant, but it feels like it's going to have a killer margarita. And the bartender is this woman. She goes, uh, did I hear you guys say that you wanted two margaritas? And we said, yes. She goes, I happen to make the best margarita in the state of California. Whoa. Do you want rock salt? I go, of rock salt. My friend said, no salt. She goes away. She comes back, serves us. I take a sip. Uh, I turn to my friend, and then she goes, um, is this good? And I go, this is the worst margarita <laughs> I've ever had in my entire life. <laughs> what was wrong with it? Was it too sweet? Was it too much? Uh... It, it's hard to see. That's a great question, because we've talked about it. This was about five years ago. It's as if she served old (laughs) sour mix with no tequila and just a lot of salt on the rim. So just imagine like a watered down like uh, now and later uh, with salt. But the way she sold it, like, hold on to your bar stools. You're about to get blasted into drinking paradise. (laughs) And instead, we didn't even finish it. Like, I took a big sip just to be polite, tipped, and we just left. To this day, whenever I head up that way and I pass that place, I'm like, best margarita in the (laughs) state of California. Oh, I love that so much. Um, Oh, yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to get right into this story submitted on Instagram. Love that. Uh, Instagram user Ray Kill. I believe uh, that the actual human being is named Rachel. So thank you so much, Rachel. Thank you, Rachel Raykill. All righty. In 2005. Heard of it. I went on a weekend beach trip with my friend. We'll call her Sally. We had only met that year as high school freshmen, and I didn't know her family very well. They seemed Mm -hmm. nice, but 
They mm-hmm. didn't speak to each other very much and were always serious, which was intimidating as it was very the very strange. opposite of my family. Mm-hmm. I, do, I don't even think we had music on in the car. The drive was about three hours, so we stopped to get some lunch on the way down. We, stu- we spotted a large Bayside restaurant with a lot of cars in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. And following the rule, if it must be good if they're busy for lunch, we pulled in. Right. Exactly. Lot was almost full, so we had to walk past a lot of cars on our way to the entrance. Someone pointed out a funny Elvis bumper sticker, and they, and then, well, hey, there's another one. And another weird. Three big Elvis fans at the same place for lunch. Inside, the hostess oh, asked God. if we'd like to sit inside or on the deck. That's all she said. We, of course, chose the deck on the bay. We Beautiful. sat down at the last open table and started looking over our menus. No one saying a word the entire time and my anxious ass trying to keep myself from blurting out something stupid because the silence at my table was killing me. Within ma- a matter of minutes, possibly, of sitting down, mm-hmm. we were all startled by an MC yelling through a shitty PA system, Hello! And good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. We then realized there was a stage set up on the deck, and we had obviously missed something. Turns yes. out we had perfect seats to an Elvis impersonation contest. I don't remember the specifics, but basically oh it was a bunch of middle-aged men in Elvis-like apparel taking turns, badly lip-syncing, gyrating all kinds of stuff, and doing the Elvis lip thing for our entire Paradise. lunch. Paradise. Looking back, I almost can't believe Sally's parents decided to order food after the contest began, but they were so small C conservative. I think they would have considered have, leaving, making a scene. Uh, they did start laughing eventually. It was impossible not to. The energy alone was insane. It seemed like everyone else on the deck was huge Elvis fans, and each performance got applause and cheers. We saw Fat Elvis, White Unisuit Elvis, Army Elvis, some with a guitar, some with sunglasses, all bearing their chests and trying really hard. It was honestly very endearing. The contestants were all taking it really serious while having fun, and the crowd was wooing and engaged the whole time. These guys definitely practiced and were surrounded by their biggest fans and us. I hope Sally and her family remember that lunch as fondly as I do. I think uh, the the most her parents said about it was, well, that was interesting when we got back in the car. What a nightmare. I wanted to go over every surreal detail and release the what the fuck was that laughter I had been holding in. But I had to save it for when Sally and I were alone. Maybe now that everything is pretty much open in my area, I'll try to see if that contest is still happening. If it is, I'll be at the next one. And then she says, thank you so much for everything. Thank you, Rachel. Uh, thank you. That was great. And I said... That's chaos. That's chaos. Yes. I love that um, because... Uh-oh. I do have a story that ties in here, Scott. Oh, good. I love your stories. So, I have mm-hmm. two uncles who are identical twins who okay. now no longer look anything like each other. That's interesting. Right? Um, yeah. And both of them had um, kind of showbiz dreams. Oh, my Lord. Here we go. <laughs> One of them was, uh, was actually in television, but on like the distribution side, right? Okay. That's a cool job. Yeah. The other one ran vacations. Like he was like a, like a, <laughs> a tour. Like he, he, would, he was an agent that would put down package vacations for people in Pennsylvania. Okay. Before I get to the Elvis story, the package... Oh, yeah. Tell me everything. That is a strange job. So the package vacation uncle, his dream for his entire life, and I have Uh witnessed all of the evolution of this, was to have a 
hot air balloon movie. So a movie. Okay. He he said it would like Top Gun. <laughs> I did but not with, see this coming. I like this angle. But okay. With hot air balloons because he loved hot air balloons and a lot of his packages that he would make were like sure. people going on hot air balloon rides. I see. Okay. So thrilling. The thrilling chase sequences of two hot air balloons <laughs> in the same wind current not gaining on each other. You can't speed them you up. You can't speed them up. It's just drifting at the exact same speed. Whoever starts first wins. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Hope you have a sniper rifle. <laughs> wow. Okay. So he would email he for twenty years. For twenty years. He has been emailing yes. me different synopses and pitches for this oh. same movie, the same movie. It's like evolved over the 20 years. He's never written it. Fantastic. It's just like That's in great. his mind. Mm. Detailed. I'm talking pages. I will get them someday and read them. Pages and pages of description of what this movie could be sure. and why everyone will love it and who should be cast in it. Now, my other uncle, who actually was in television. Okay. <laughs> I'm traveling cross country. 22 years old, a with my then-girlfriend, Melania, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. and my uncle's like, he's in, I'm in Beverly Hills. Come on out. We're having a meeting. Wow. Uh, so he's pitching this TV show. <laughs> oh, boy. Which is, which is about a, <laughs> an Elvis impersonator who, like, I think it was like it was like part comedy, but part kind of like um, that miracle show with the angel. Do you remember that show with Michael Landon? Oh, um, sure. Oh, um, yes. With Michael Landon, it was. <laughs> he was. He's an angel, right? Yes. It's like a feel-good yes. kind of hour-long show. Uh huh. So it's a combination of that, but all of his yes. wisdom and the way he helps people is through quotes from Elvis. Okay. Okay. All right. Pretty good. So he it wasn't Highway to Heaven. It was right? Highway that to Heaven. A, okay, Highway to Heaven. Okay. So it's like Highway okay. to Heaven meets an Elvis impersonator instead oh, of an Okay. Honestly, I've heard worse pitches so far. <laughs> so far, I've heard worse. And I think he just, I think he got swindled by Los Angeles because he was t- convinced that all he had to do all of these things, which people often yeah. are when they're pitching. Yes. So I very went tricky. to a lunch with like him. Uh, supposedly a writer that was supposed to write it, and the writer brought, like, an entourage of people with him to this, like, f- like you know, incredibly expensive lunch in Beverly Hills. Yes. yes. And a lawyer, his lawyer was there, and this is the one so That's thing- not how you do it, by the way, guys. No, what you're not. hearing, this is, I am a writer, I've never <laughs> traveled with an entourage, I've never brought a single person with me. You don't bring anybody with you. Don't you don't bring anybody with you. It's you versus them. And I remember that this lawyer had... He had a little on his lapel. He was dressed in a suit, obviously. And on his lapel, he had like a music note or a guitar or something. Nothing cooler than that. Right? Nothing cooler than right. that. And, uh, <laughs> and so for some reason, I asked him about it. Or maybe Melena asked him about it. Like, oh, I like your lapel. And he's like, my father oh, wrote boy. Monster Mash. And that's how he talked. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. And he would wear a musical note. Everywhere he went so Absolutely. that people would ask him about it so he could tell them that his father wrote Monster Mash. Absolutely. That is exactly why he did. Yep. That is such a strange thing. Yeah. And it may, at 22, I was like, uh, Los Angeles is a, a sucking void of, yes. any, of any humanity. It was a nightmare lunch. Everyone was full of 
shit. Like so much shit. Everyone spewed so much shit at this lunch. It was insane. Yes. I left being like, I will never in my life live in this hellhole of a town. Yeah. And uh, and now I really do like it. I really yeah, now it's a great place to be. Okay. The Monster Mash is in John Waters has a memoir, uh-huh. or he has a thing about his heroes. It's a great Audible book. If anybody needs one for a road trip, John Waters has one. I think it's called something with heroes. Yeah. But it's about, he also talks about Buddy Pickett, Bobby Pickett, so whoever wrote Monster Mash, maybe Bobby Pickett. He's like, I love that guy. Every year. He comes out for the month of October, goes on all these shows, sings Monster Mash, the same song he's been singing for 55 years, probably makes a cool hundred grand in appearances, and then just disappears again. And there is some truth to that. Yeah. Like, it's weird that his son is riding those coattails and has to show it on his lapel, but there is something cool about, like... Writing an all timer. Like, yeah. there's no other Halloween song. No. What's another Halloween song? Wagner or something? Maybe Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Right, but that's a movie is, song, you know? Yeah. It's not just a Halloween. This is, a, this is just a Halloween. Also, I'm going to go out on record, Scotty, as yeah. saying it could have not been. It could also not be Monster Mash. <laughs> well, that's fine, too. Because I thought it was Monster Mash. My memory is that it's Monster Mash. It was a novelty song. I know that it was a novelty song, and I just found it so like disturbing and weird that that was... For years, I was told that the song Bird is the Word, blah, 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 oh, blah, yeah, yeah, yeah. that one yeah. was a teacher... I told this to 30 people, then looked it up, and it is not true, that it was a teacher who hated rock and roll music, who said (laughs) rock and roll is garbage, and told his students he could record a hit song, so he went in his garage and recorded Bird is the Word. He just thought of the stupidest thing, and it's not true. But I love that story story so much much. that it was just like a pissed-off high school music teacher. It's like, you guys are fools. I can make anything a hit. And then he turned it around on him and made Bird is the Word, Uh, which is also a very fun song. Yeah. Bird is the Word is a great uh, bird-based song, but... I think the best bird-based song of all songs is oh, Rock and Robin. Oh yeah, Rock and Robin's the best. Every rendition, song. every every rendition. rendition. Yeah, even the Jackson Five, the Michael Jackson Jackson Five rendition. You can look past everything when Michael Jackson and the Jackson Five are singing <laughs> Rock and Robin. What a hit! <laughs> I love that so much. It's just a. It's a different. It was a different era. It was a different era. People singing songs about birds and <gasps> monsters mashing. I love it. I love it. So good. America. My dad worked for the state of Maryland for a really long time as an appraiser, and he had an older gentleman that worked with him uh, for years, and that gentleman passed away. So my dad went to sort of the wake or the the viewing um, before the funeral and just showed up. And in the corner, there was a gold record. uh, There's like a little mantle area, and there was a gold record on the wall, and he went over and read it, and it was for Sam the Sham and the Pharaohs for the song Wooly Bully. And it oh. turns out that the man he worked with was the drummer for Sam the Sham what? when they wrote Wooly Bully, what? one of the great songs of all time. And he never spoke of it. He, my dad had no idea. He never talked about it around the office, but sometime in the 50s and 60s, he was in Sam the Sham wow. and, uh, and the Pharaohs, and they wrote Wooly Bully. So if you hear the drums, that guy ended up working for the state of Maryland. <laughs> wore suit every day and but yeah he must have had a rock in like 10 year period yeah. where it was like top of the pops yeah and here's dick clark holy and... shit so i always like wooly bully when i hear that song i'm always like that's that's a cool thing and yeah. the guy just never brought it up he did the opposite yeah exactly that's i love that 
Better way to do it. Better way to hide do your it. best secret. Okay, I'm going back. I went in the archives a little bit because we have some old uh, banana stories that we just haven't done yet. Okay, great. Um, this one is from Stephanie AK. Stephanie AK, thank you so much. Sorry it took me a while to get to this one. Short and sweet, Kurt. Sweet. This is, this is one of my favorite kind of stories. Ah, uh, mine too. <clears throat> one evening at about dinner time, I got a call from my mom. She asks me, quote, have you ever heard of chicken tacos? <laughs> <laughs> Already. Oh, what an open. I answer, of course I have. I make them often. She says, quote, I made them for dinner tonight. And your father says he has never heard of making tacos <laughs> with chicken. <laughs> I love this so much. Oh, turns out that the call to me was actually the final step in a very long argument that they had been having for over an hour. During that hour and prior to calling me, my mom had called my brother and then called their local Mexican restaurant to see if they had chicken tacos on the menu. And of course they did. I was laughing so hard I began crying. And now this is a standing joke in my family. If you have a chicken taco, you have to call or text my dad immediately. Oh, God. Oh, my God. That is so much. That's so good. Like, that's the, that's the real version of that guy who pretended he didn't know what a baked potato was. Oh, right. Or that? a potato. Just a potato. Oh, potato. Had no idea what a potato was. <laughs> yes. This dad had never heard of chicken taco. Oh, I love Probably that. more popular than beef tacos. I would, most I would say so. Oh, I God. love it. That's a guy. It made me so happy. That is a guy who has just been having ground beef tacos with American sure. cheese, lettuce, yep. and tomato with no, with no, with not even any garlic on it. You know? Sure for yeah. his whole life. And think about that. That's yeah. a great day for him yes. to find out chicken tacos are a thing. Yeah, that is like a rebirth. He was uh -huh. like born anew in that moment that uh, it's suddenly something else can go in this old El Paso taco shell. <laughs> also, I love a chicken taco. I love a chicken. Um, chicken taco is, is, was my go-to for Taco Bell ordering. Del Taco. Never had it till I moved to L.A. Del Taco is delicious. Is it really? I've yeah. never had Del Taco to this day. Mm. Del Taco doesn't mess around. Right. I, I might prefer it over Taco Bell. What? Get out of here! I know. Get out! Might be, might be blasphemy, but it might be true. Did you, when you went to Hopkins, when you signed up for classes, did you have to do it in person at first before yeah. the internet got to work? And you had to go get like folders, right? Like sign up for things and... Yeah, you would go, you'd bring a card into a physical place, the registrar. Yes. yes. I always, okay, well, I was always just like, there is a better word than registrar for this. Yeah, it feels like somebody was writing registry yeah. and then died. Yeah. Mid-sentence. <laughs> it's like a Monty Python joke. And the pen just went to the right and wrote an R-A-R. -R, and they were like, it's, it's registrar. We meant that from the jump. Okay. So when I was a freshman, we had internet, we had uh, online signing up for classes, you'd get the hard copy of the thing, you'd flip through, and you would just keep refreshing the page until you got you know, English 101 or whatever. Then I went to University of West Florida for my sophomore year, and I met this guy, Russ. Uh, I've told you about Russ. I don't, I've talked about him on the podcast once or twice, but Russ was the best. Um, he, just had a, he was a charmer. He was from Hattiesburg, Mississippi. He just had a way of talking to any stranger about anything at any time. Um, he was a senior mm -hmm. at UWF, beautiful University of West Florida. So he's like, hey, Scooter, come with me. 
I got to sign up for classes because I'm going to graduate over the summer. You got to come with me. I go, okay. So we walk into the gym and the registrar is there and all the departments have tables. So if you, you know, if you need a, if you're a history major, you go over to the history table yep. and you take your card, you take your physical paper card to our under 35 year old listeners. It's probably totally insane. So he gets his classes and then he sees the last, he walks over to uh, the last table where he needs to get his last class to graduate college. Six year senior, I think, maybe five. So the lady's like, can I help you? He goes, yeah, my name is Russ, and uh, I need to take biography. And she goes, <laughs> "She goes, I'm sorry, we don't have biography. And he goes, no, 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 I need to take biography to graduate. It's the last thing I need is biography. <laughs> she goes, um, we, don't have, we don't offer biography here. I'm sorry, we don't have that. He goes, you don't offer biography. And she goes, no, sir. He goes, Really? You don't have biography? The one class I have to take. You don't offer it anymore. So what am I supposed to do? You don't have biography? And she goes, sir, we don't offer biography. We've never had biography. He goes, you never had biography? Elephants, birds, plants, biography. She goes, I think you mean biology. (laughs) And he goes, oh, my. Uh, Oh, we seem to have gotten off on the wrong foot here. I need biology. (laughs) So he signs up for Bio 102 and graduates. But he lost his mind screaming, biography, biography. What do you mean you don't have biography? I love that the woman says we don't offer biography instead of saying there is no thing as biography. (laughs) It means a book written about someone. (laughs) Yes. And I'm also thinking that would be a pretty cool class. Like you get to read like biographies (laughs) and learn about history and stuff. But yeah, elephants and birds and plants and stuff, you know, biography. (laughs) Oh, um, biology. I think you're talking about biology. Uh To his credit, he apologized and said, I think we've gotten off on the wrong Man, foot. I love it. But it was one of the. Fo- it was so good because it went zero to a thousand for something that just doesn't exist. <laughs> Not at all. The chicken taco I'm of s- college education. I'm so excited that, and I'm so excited that he passed biology after oh, that. Yeah. That's amazing because you say it oh, sounds yeah. like Russ is going to just stay in school after yeah, that. Yeah, he uh, he enjoyed it. Yeah, he was the best. He was so funny. He was like. Um, you didn't get a dining hall pass, did you? I was like, no. He's like, you don't need it. I was like, why? Where do you? He's like, we have the best food in the world in Pensacola. And I was like, okay. And I was like, why? What do you mean? He goes, why well, have a liquid diet? I'm a little different than you. I drink six cups of coffee to start the day and ten bush lights to go to sleep. I was like, that's all you. That's all you consume. Because now I eat. I usually eat two Hardee's gravy biscuits right in the middle of the day. And I go, so your day. And he did. I hung out with this guy what? almost every day. What? Five or six cups of coffee. Two Hardy's biscuits what? that he would get driving in his school, and then he would drink ten bush lights to fall asleep at night. Oh my God, I'm a little different from you. Yes, you are, Russ. Yes, yes you, you are. are. I like uh, fruits and vegetables. <laughs> uh, sometimes protein, sometimes carbohydrates. Uh, it oh, was the best. Biography. So now, whenever anybody says biography, my mind just instantly goes, goes back to there ain't no biography at UWF. <laughs> well. Thank you guys for listening uh, to this mini-sode. Go mm-hmm. to the Bananas Instagram, the Bananas Podcast, and DM us your crazy story about your life. And we'll do it on And pitch in. Door to Shore is happening September 1st. Go to our Instagram. Click our link tree. I'm walking out my front door directly into the ocean, 15.3 miles. Curdy B is joining me for the heavy, heavy majority 
Please donate. It all goes to a great cause to stop human trafficking and to give housing and therapy to victims of slavery and human trafficking. So pitch in. Door to shore. Go fund me. Bananas. Bananas. This has been an Exactly Right production. Produced and engineered by Katie Levine. Theme music by Kahan. And all of our artwork is done by Travis Millard. You can follow us on Instagram at The Bananas Podcast, where we post stories every day and things that we don't cover on the podcast. Listen, subscribe, and please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast. And if you're interested in advertising on Bananas, please email us at thebananaspodcast at gmail.com. That's thebananaspodcast at gmail.com. 